T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back on Maggie and Perloff, Hour 3. You know, Maggie, I'm old enough to remember when bowl games meant something, when the Cotton Bowl was classic. Now... USC, as you said at the last end of the last hour, lost to Tulane, 46-45. I don't care. I don't care if I'm a USC fan. What's the difference? You have Caleb Williams. You're fired up for next year. You're going to bring in 12 blue chippers via the transfer portal. This meant nothing. Wait, is this the year they go to the Big Ten? Did we figure that out yet? Oh, I think it's they, next year, right? Is that it's 2024, right? Yeah, okay. it's next year. Um, so, But they, they have some competition in the Pac-12 because Oregon looks pretty good. But anyway. Yeah, no, they got to get a little more defense going on. Yeah, I mean, the like, offense doesn't look like a problem. That's Lincoln Riley. You signed up for Lincoln Riley. You're going to score 45 points. You're going to let up 46. But I don't think that matters. But these bowl games have been a lot of fun. But what I'm most impressed about here, Maggie, this yeah. is day one of the new year for us. You're in Jersey. The level of anxiety, I expect it to be much higher today because you live <laughs> and die with the Buffalo Bills. And here yeah. they are in a referendum game tonight against the Cincinnati Bengals, not just a referendum on the two teams, but the two quarterbacks, feel like you, the way you think, not the way I think, the way you think, this game is all important. Oh, God, yes. Listen, I've been talking about this <laughs> yeah. all season long. We just met. This is year two of the Maggie and Love show, not day two. And we just met. The one thing that the Bills have been missing throughout the, the – since Josh Allen's really you know become the franchise quarterback and since they've started making the playoffs in a consistent way is the home field advantage. Gotcha. And, of course, what does the NFL do? They add another wild card team, and they only give a bye to the number one seed. Of course they do, right, as the AFC becomes, like, one of the toughest – conference the toughest conference top to bottom no offense to the nfc and now you've got the top three quarterbacks and teams battling it out who are all live for the number one overall seed a bye and then home field so the bills have to can clinch with a win with the Bengals, uh beat them tonight on the road it's gonna be a really tough game the weather is supposed to be pretty nasty like around 11 o'clock at night so you know probably just around the fourth quarter end of the game and then they have to beat the Patriots in Week 18. The Chiefs, if they beat the Raiders, who are now starring Jarrett Stidham, who I know looked good yesterday, but what's the last game of the season going to look like for the Raiders? Uh, and uh, Or if the Bills lose to the Bengals or the Patriots, then the Chiefs get the number one seed. And then the Bengals, if they beat the Bills and they beat the Ravens and the Chiefs lose to the Raiders, then they get the number one overall seed. Of course, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm glad you think that I'm like nice and calm here. Okay, you are overstating this AFC by 50 miles. You're telling me Philly and San Francisco couldn't hang with any of those teams? Have you looked at the the NFC East, which is not the strongest division in the in the conference, 
has beaten yeah. the AFC South thirteen to two. Honestly, the NFC is is doing just fine against the AFC. And I, I don't think I honestly I understand what you're saying about home field, but I'm not sure it all plays out like this because the AFC and I'll tell you what's gonna happen tonight too. It's gonna come down exactly. to some it's gonna be a shootout, it's gonna come down to some crazy play or some thirteen second scenario, and Josh Allen and Joe Burrow are gonna be throwing touchdowns left and right, and we're gonna all make judgments of it for Tuesday morning. And guess what? It's not gonna mean anything big picture. Well, it is going to mean something big picture because it could not. If the Bills lose tonight, then the odds that they're going to get the number one overall seed are basically you can kiss them goodbye. You're basically handing it over to the Kansas City Chiefs. And I would say this. What do the Bengals do really well? I think probably better than any team in the NFL right now. Second half adjustments on defense. This is this is what got them to the Super Bowl last year, along with some incredible play by Joe Burrow, obviously, and Jamar Chase. This is what they do. So it could be a shootout, yeah, but I'm expecting the Bills who, in the second half, things have been a little dicey for them. They're not a great third-quarter team, that's for sure, and now it usually takes the Josh Allen hero ball to pull out some of these wins. Oh, yeah. So I love it. <laughs> I'm, I, I mean, I love it, too. I, I wish they were a little more balanced, but I love it, too. But... I, I think this is a really tough test here for Buffalo. And I think that if they don't win this game and they don't get home field advantage, it just makes life so much more complicated for you when you have to go on the road to try to play Kansas City is awful. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Of course, there there's a big logic to that. But the other thing yeah. about Cincinnati and second half adjustments and defense, I know they're red hot right now, but really. Hottest team in the NFL. Really. Except the Kansas City game at the time was a statement win. Huge win. But since then, Kansas City has hung, gone down to the wire with teams like the Texans. This week, they who did they? Oh, uh, the Broncos. The Broncos. Yesterday. I don't know. Kansas City is it's hard to tell what they're doing right now. I don't know if it means anything. Then, then the Bengals beat a bunch of terrible teams. They basically they were shutting out New England, let New England and Mac Jones storm back in the second half. They have not blown me away either. I, I think this is all so wide open right now. Okay, so that's against Bill Belichick. So oh, I gotta give him a little is, credit. That team is as average as they come. There is no more well, five hundred teams. Isn't average. Uh that team is honestly they could play a hundred games and they would be five hundred. They are eight and eight to their <laughs> core. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, this this offense is not that awesome. But takeaway, okay, Cincinnati, tough game. That's on the road. I mean, I think Cincinnati's been impressive here. I mean, at winning on the road at Tampa, I think that's a really good win for them. They oh, obviously you beat were the just Chiefs a couple weeks Tampa ago. Tampa was earlier in the show. I still think it's impressive to go there and beat them. Uh, I would say Tennessee started to play better. They beat them when Tennessee was playing a bit better. Uh, Pittsburgh is obviously a tougher team than any of us thought as they're still alive in the playoffs. I think that Cincinnati's got some really nice wins here. And so, yeah, they're, they're definitely scary. Definitely scary. And you know, this is, this is a very top heavy AFC for now, but the way that the chargers with Justin Herbert has been playing the way that Trevor Lawrence seems like he's on a heater right now. I mean, Jacksonville took care of Houston much more easily than Kansas city did. Yeah. And a game that meant nothing, you know, zero. Jacksonville wasn't even play, should didn't even have to play their starters because they were already tied into that game against Tennessee being for all the marbles. Yeah, I I hear what you're saying. First of all, though I I feel like you're bringing some Bills anxiety into this whole conversation. You're really looking at the AFC and you can't worry about everybody there. I think the you're describing the NFC. The NFC is one through seven. Anybody can beat anybody. The AFC well, the AFC feels I I kind of disagree. I still think it feels pretty top heavy. With those, it's funny you bring up the the NFC for a second because 
you and I, I think, were both guilty of this. And I'm not going to apologize for it because all we were doing was watching with our eyes and looking at the numbers to back it up and looking at Green Bay and Tampa Bay as two teams that were just bad. They were just bad teams. Losing in terrible ways. Quarterbacks looking like they're completely off, you know, no chemistry with receivers. Couldn't get run games going as much as they needed to. Defense is not looking as good as they should have. And what's happened now? Green Bay's reeled off four in a row. They're the only team fighting for the seventh seed in the NFC that just needs to win. That's it. They just beat the Lions in Lambeau. That's it. They're into the playoffs as a seventh seed. And then look at Tampa, who all these Tom Brady fourth quarter comebacks, and now here they are, winners of the NFC South. They're going to host likely, most likely, if your Eagles can take care of business against the Giants in Week 18, they're going to host the Cowboys, a team Tom Brady never lost to. Yeah, it's amazing. Lo and behold, here they come, the old guys. By the way, and the funny thing is, the Saints, if Mark Ingram didn't mysteriously run out of bounds before that first out, the fact that he ran out of bounds, then the Saints beat the Bucks three weeks ago. That was the most craziest comeback. Uh, Tom Brady was down 16-3 with three minutes left in the game, came back and won. Then the Saints win this division. Tom Brady's not even there. So it is, you're right, there is, there is something about both these teams. They feel like they're getting momentum at the right time. But it also is an unbelievable sort of set of circumstances that got him here. I think I did call the Packers making the playoffs about three weeks ago. I started to see that. I saw the same things that Aaron Rodgers saw, that the schedule was laying out so they had a chance. Okay, let's hear from Rodgers. This is kind of like what he was talking about yesterday was like that he preordained this thing. Like he knew all along. This is like LeBron James when he knew he was going to score 40 and knew that Kobe was going to score 81 or all those no no, know, no 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 all those no, famous no, calls no. that LeBron's had no Rogers was <laughs> much less radical than knowing that Kobe was going to score 80 let's listen to it felt like it just takes one sometimes yeah it was strange but when we were sitting at three and six and we looked at the next three at the time Tennessee was playing really well obviously Cowboys playing well and Philly was number one in the league and I just felt like if we get one of those, we can win the last five. And nine and eight was going to get in. Um, I don't didn't really go around saying that because you don't really want to say, hey, if we just get one of these next three, you know, <laughs> we can maybe make the playoffs. But in my head, that's what I was thinking. Come on. Oh, Come he, on. But that is not a radical statement because look at the team's after that three-game stretch, as Chicago, he owns a team. Of course, you could tell his team that he owns to lay down. They were going to win that one. <laughs> do you know the Rams were coming to Lambeau? That's that's a W. There's no way the Rams want anything to do with Lambeau. At Miami, is, as I, I know Rogers later said, was a toss-up. And Minnesota at Lambeau, those are all pretty easy. No? Yeah, but the idea that, like, oh, we're there at three and six. We got them right where we want them. <laughs> like, come on. Also, they did beat Dallas, which was a really impressive game for them. But then they did lose the next two. But he said they he lost just, to Tennessee and they lost to Philadelphia. But he said we needed one of three. And that's what he got. He said all we needed was one of them. And he got that one. So I know. I guess I find it hard to believe you gain momentum when you win the first one of the one of three you have to get. And then you lose the next two. I, honestly, it's just. 
I agree with him. I've always thought the NFL is much more determined by the schedule than anyone realizes. He had to look at his schedule and say, oh, my God, we can easily run the table at the end of the season. Just like, you know, I think the Giants are in the playoffs for one reason, because they had the easiest schedule in the entire NFL. So I I think this is just a function of he he's accurately pointed out these warm weather teams coming to Lambeau is not ideal. I mean, Detroit, if Detroit and Green Bay were in a neutral field this week, Maggie, I'd say it was indoor. I would like Detroit a lot, but you just have to sort of pick Green Bay because it's in Lambeau. Yeah. I mean, listen. Detroit didn't play terribly when they came to play the New York Giants, and that game day was, I think, was pretty cold. Uh, I know I'm, I'm reaching here. I, I think <laughs> yeah. it's also interesting that Roger says before the game against the Lions, we know, you know, these dome teams coming to Lambeau. It's like, isn't that something you say when basically it's all said and done? Yeah, I know. Like, you just gave the Lions nothing, need any bulletin board material, but they're still alive too. If somehow the Rams beat Seattle and the Lions can beat Green Bay, then the Lions are into the playoffs. Who would you rather see? Would you rather see the Lions as the feel-good story? Seahawks are on a little bit of a downswing, even though they won big yesterday. And or Aaron Rodgers get in um, as a, as a fan. Yeah, neutral party. Oh, okay. okay. I thought you meant if not as an opponent. No, like, not with the Eagles. No, no, just no, as no, no. neutral. As a oh my god, Aaron Rodgers by oh well, Detroit makes a case, but Aaron Rodgers. Number one, even if you don't like him, he's fun to root against. Detroit, number two. And then Seattle, I'm not even going to turn on that playoff game if they're in the playoffs. (laughs) Seattle is unwatchable. They are so boring. I mean, New York Giants are the most boring team in the NFL, but Seattle's a close (laughs) second. They stopped the Jets yesterday. Oh, and did anybody outside of New York or Seattle watch or pay attention to anything about (laughs) that game? There's something about that. I don't know why the Seahawks kind of feel like they're in this weird limbo between everything. Like they're not bad, but they're not good. And where are they going here? So I don't, I don't know. I can't get excited about the Seahawks. How about you? Yeah, I'd probably now that it's here, as much as I love the lions as the story and yeah. anytime, like the lions can do something. I think most of America is kind of rooting for that. And, but now that Rogers is so close, it's like, Oh, you just got to see what's going to happen. Don't yeah. you? Oh, absolutely. We got to see how this ends. And I actually think that the Packers, would have a better shot. Granted, they need to get in first. If they get into the seventh seed, I think they're more dangerous even than the Bucks are. And I know that's crazy because the Bucks would have a home game, but I think Dallas would beat New- uh, would beat Tampa Bay. And they're a better team. They're going to be favored in that game. They should beat Tampa Bay. And if they can bury them early, Tom Brady can come back from only so much. Like two scores, yeah. But if you're down three, can he do that? He couldn't do it against the Rams last year in the divisional round. Close. That was one of the greatest it. comeback attempts ever against a Super Bowl winner. I mean, that's not a, if he could play like but he did. Against short. The, well, if he could play like that, then they'll take that. That was amazing. I, it I was just think, too much to overcome. I do think one advantage, you know, a lot of, a lot of games this year, Tom's been grounding the ball a lot, just throwing it into the dirt about 10 yards. I don't, I think he's going to hang in the pocket and take big hits and try and deliver the ball more consistently. I don't think he's going to be throwing those dirt balls all over the place. Of course, I, I haven't understood it all year. It does seem like they're picking up momentum. You know, Mike Evans played well. The other thing, Dallas's defense has kind of disappeared the second half. Uh, I don't know what happened to that juggernaut. Yeah, it's been a little bit different. I, I was wondering about this for Tampa Bay. Is, does playoff Lenny, does that exist anymore? Like Leonard Fournette? Do do you he, even try? Like they try to get the run game going. I mean, finally, Mike Evans, three touchdowns over 200 yards yesterday. But they try to get the run game going and it goes nowhere. 
Yeah, I mean they're gonna have to they're gonna have to pass him the ball, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. I would never bet against Joe Burrow, and I would never bet against Leonard Fournette in the playoffs, Maggie. These are, ru- <laughs> Those are, your these are rules Those are your I rules. have. Uh, he looked. Like, he looked like, as everyone does. He looked. A l- I'm looking pulling up his numbers on Sunday. I thought he looked a little explosive on a catch or two, but not really. He had four. four he had uh, four catches for 19 yards, and he had 10 <laughs> runs for 28 yards. Oh my god! Where's but that's week. Lenny. There's no week 17, Lenny. It's playoff, Lenny. We can't judge <laughs> this regular season version. Okay, Perloff, if you had to pick, say Green Bay gets in, let's just do for argument's sake, they get in, who ultimately makes it further? Green Bay as the seven seed wild card or Tampa Bay as the four seed NFC South champ? Okay, I need more information. If Minnesota gets a two seed, then Green Bay beats Minnesota. I think so. But if San Francisco gets a two seed, San Francisco beats Green Bay again, and then they, they're out. I think Tampa Bay So leads. does do either of them win a game? You think Tampa beats Dallas? I think no, no, no. I think Dallas is going to win that game. But uh, also, I don't think it's a done, done, done deal that the Eagles are getting the one seed and Dallas is out of it. Let's not let's not count our chickens before they're hatched. Is that the expression? I always screw up that expression. But listen, there's some you know <laughs> yeah. the the Eagles. If Jalen Hurts can't play, I don't know. I, I feel are you assuming the Eagles win and that Dallas is definitely number five because I think Dallas is a great matchup against Tampa Bay. But I think yeah. Green Bay needs the right matchup. They don't want to see Nick Bosa in San Francisco. But if they get Minnesota, then they're in good shape. So agree with a lot of what you said. Right now for the Cowboys, let's just give the scenario here. In order for the Cowboys to clinch the number one seed and to snatch it from Perloff's Philadelphia Eagles, they need obviously a win at the Commanders, and they need the Eagles to lose it in the Giants against the Giants, and they need the 49ers to lose to the Cardinals. Do you think that's happening? Do you think the 49ers are losing to the Cardinals? That's the hang-up. And I don't think you're losing to the Giants because I don't think the Giants are going to play anybody. Yeah, I mean, the the Cowboys could also move up to the number two seed if the Eagles lose and the Niners win. So that's a possibility, too. It could be the Eagles against yes. the Bucks, which is funny because I remember last year the Bucks just destroyed them. Yeah, I, I, th- I think you're right because the Giants don't have any motivation to play on Sunday except for that. What was that? Two years ago, when the Giants fans got all mad because they didn't get into the playoffs at six and ten, that was insane. Because the Eagles that was, benched Jalen yeah. Hurts for for Nate Sudfeld. I don't <laughs> yeah. think there's any karma there. I I, I think you're right. Yeah, the, we should stick to. Unlike you, you you like to make things messy, but we're going to stick to the most simple formula: the Eagles win, Cowboys four five, and then I'm sorry, I'm more bullish on the Bucks than you are, but that's tough. That's going to be a tough one to win. I'm wondering, because Jalen Hurts was actually on the practice field throwing some short yardage stuff, you might not have wanted to play him, but you've got to now. I, I, the Minshew mania, I get it. It's fun. But Gardner Minshew was not good yesterday, and you can't afford to blow the first round by and the home field advantage because of this. Hurts yeah. has got to play. Well, and also you saw the Eagles' defensive issues coming up. They can't get the offense off the field. Offense would just, basically, Andy Dalton didn't miss a single pass, and Taysom Hill ran for every single first down. So Gardner Minshew wasn't that awful, but they were letting up seven, eight, nine-minute drives. You know, so the Eagles are are flawed. Yeah, I don't feel, a month ago, I was so high on them. I was thinking about what I was going to wear to the Super Bowl. Now it's... it's (laughs) Picking out the outfit, huh? Yeah, big time back to reality. And I agree with you, Maggie. I do think Jalen Hurts has to play. 
855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Let us know what you think about the NFC. Do you think the Dallas Cowboys have a shot at the number one overall seed? And if not, Cowboys versus the Bucks. if that's how it lays out, who are you giving the advantage to? Also, do you want to see Green Bay as the seventh seed in the NFC? All that is there for you right now. Get on the horn. Maggie and Perloff, you can also find us on Twitter at Maggie and Pearl, Instagram, Maggie and Perloff, Facebook.com slash Maggie and Perloff, and some YouTube details to come very, very soon. We'll have the skinny on all of that. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff straight ahead. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This NFL postseason, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free. The wildcard round, the divisional round, the AFC and NFC championship games, the Pro Bowl games, and the Super Bowl. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app. On westwoodonesports.com, via Westwood One station streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. All sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries to fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Back on Maggie and Perloff. Hope you missed us last week. We were taking some year-end vacation. Now, Maggie, I was down on the west coast of Florida. Now, when you think Beautiful. of Florida, what's the one animal that comes to mind? Gators. Oh, yes. So we went on a kayaking <laughs> oh, trip. Oh, no. We went oh, on a no. kayaking trip through the Everglades. Now, 
I was nervous about it. I was nervous about it because I'm like kayaking. We were supposed to see manatees. But I said, (laughs) that's what they all say. (laughs) Kayaking among the Everglades. Aren't we vulnerable to alligators? So earlier in the day, we, we drove out to the Everglades. And I heard some tour guide or something say, alligators don't live in, in salt water. They like fresh water. So there's no alligators where we are right now. So I presumed to tell my whole family and all these kids who are nervous about alligators, oh, don't worry, there's no alligators here because alligators are not in salt water. So we're kayaking <laughs> along and there's a guide oh, no. and one of the kids says to him, oh, we're not going to see alligators, right? Because this is salt water. And the guy goes, what? And, I, and the, the kid says, but it's salt water. There's not going to be any alligators. And uh, the guide goes, yeah, no, alligators live everywhere. They're in salt water, too. I'm like, oh, oh no, I lied to. There are four kids on the trip in kayaks holding on for dear life. So I'm like, okay, we're in the Everglades. And it's, it's really cool. We're going through all this, these thick mangrove trees. It's really awesome. But yeah. there are no alligators. So I'm like, okay, this is good. Then we get to the end, and we come out into open water. And then about... I don't know, 25 yards to my left, I see a pair of eyes come out of the water. Oh. <laughs> and oh. was very much an alligator <laughs> and very much in salt water. And he's staring right at me like, dude, we live in salt water. He was giving me a message. <laughs> the guy's like, oh, yeah, this get, is where we're going to Get out. <laughs> yeah. The guy said, this is where we're going to see the alligators. Don't worry. They don't attack you. In a you. kayak? Yeah, yeah. You're, like, you're they, defenseless. Yeah. And the, the guy's like, don't worry. They never attack humans. And then, okay, I'm like, or oh, there's one. And he's sort of following our kayaks, which is great. But he's the guide is not nervous at all. Then I look over at uh, the side of the bank. There must be a 15-foot alligator just staring at us. Oh. Uh, and then there's another one in the water. The guide is not nervous at all, says it's no big deal. We keep going. We keep, we keep kayaking. I'm the only one having a nervous breakdown because I'm the most <laughs> afraid of wild animal yeah. attacks. But it does seem like these alligators are disinterested in us. The guide also says, when we're done, we're we're getting we're bringing the kayaks into land. He's like, yeah, sometimes I'll I'll we'll sort of float over a 20 foot alligator or something gigantic, and I won't tell anybody. But if you fall out of the kayak, it might be a bit of a problem. So they'll think you're prey. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, okay. Bit of a problem. <laughs> yeah. But then he says something even worse. He's like, you know what? The alligators are really not the reason you don't want to fall out of your kayak because there's actually a lot of sharks in these waters, too. No. Oh, that's your like, magic. Oh, it's like, great. So this kayak trip from hell, basically, I am on a kayak trip. I might as well have Bear Grylls have been on TV. Because this laid back, and it was one of those guys. You know those guides? I don't know if you ever on an outdoor trip. Who's just like, nothing bothers him. He's got long hair. He was a former science teacher. Yeah, no, he's like, you know, he wants to see alligators, I could tell. But I was freaking out about gators. The kids were fine. They were psyched to see the alligators. But I don't think they they know. And then he tells a story. It's like, yeah, about two weeks ago there was a there was a. It's always two weeks ago. Two weeks, two weeks ago. ago. <laughs> two weeks two ago, weeks a ago. bird was walking along that bank, and he points to the bank, and he goes, and a five foot alligator came out to try and eat the bird, and we're all watching it, and it was really exciting. The bird got away. Then a fifteen foot alligator comes and eats the five foot alligator, <gasps> hey, oh. which I've seen on viral videos before. But he said it happens all the time because alligators like to eat other alligators. That's Great. awful. That's awful. Think about it. You yeah. already have to navigate the food chain, yeah. you know, of which you're pretty high, but still, but now you got to be worried about other alligators. That's awful. So what would you, could you guys have kayaked amongst alligators? Because no. if I had known there were going to be alligators, I would not have gotten in that water. I would not either. No. Same with you, Perloff. There'd be no chance. I would be turning around and finding something else to do. Yeah, I'm terrified of animals as well. <laughs> so that would yes, be a major <laughs> no. Oh, major great. no. 
Wait, are you? Uh, we've DJ, never talked about it. You're a good this. company on this yeah. show. Have you ever talked about it? No, Maggie's afraid of squirrels. I'm afraid of sharks. Yeah. Stu is a all all dangerous animals like all that dangerous for sure. animals. Not What's squirrels. your biggest <laughs> fear, EJ? Oh, I think if I saw like there's been so many bear videos on the internet. I feel like yeah. in the last maybe ten years. Where bears just going to cars yeah. and just pulling up on people's, uh, you know, uh, people's cabins. Like uh, we had a trip a couple years ago upstate, and you know they said, "Hey, there may be bears," and I was, I was freaked out. I was like, "Oh my god, if I see a bear, my, my girlfriend's like, don't worry about it. Like they don't do anything." And I'm like, "You say that now, but yeah. like, did I mean, she see the luck. revenant? They do things. Yeah, they, they, don't they run. Tossed you from side to side. Don't run from a bear. That'll end poorly. That's the other thing too." So here's the, oh, I forgot the kicker. So the guide, in infinite wisdom, the alligator's following us, and he says to us a few minutes later, he's like, yeah, that alligator, basically, he wanted to get away from you. That's why he was coming towards you. I'm like, what? (laughs) He said if they were going to attack. Hoping you fell out of the boat. No, but then he said if they were going to attack, they would get up on the ground and turn their back to you. And I'm like, is he just lying to me? He's like, no. <laughs> when they get in the water and get near you, they know they have a better escape route in the water. So the alligators are terrified of us, it turns out. Now, none of this made sense. I'm like, so if he would back away, he would move away from me if he was going to kill me. He's like, yes. I'm like, you're lying to me to make me feel better. Because this <laughs> alligator was floating right towards us and staring right at me. He wasn't staring at anyone else. He was staring at me. I could see his eyes popping out of the water. Which is funny because I don't. You're not like a fleshy guy, you know. No, it's like no, no. It's, that's a lot of work. You feel like you're a lot of bones, you know. <laughs> yeah. You're like you're like a king crab. It's like it's hard. <laughs> you got to do a lot of work to get a little bit of meat. Yeah, I don't think alligators really eat humans that often, but you know there are alligators everywhere down there. Obviously, uh, so there's any body of water that I would walk by, I'd, I'd kind of keep my left eye open because you know we've all seen those videos. But you have way, to. Also, was your let me? Can I just? toss this out was your tour yeah. guy's name was his name pete every tour guide's pete <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> alligator no, pete no it was justin justin's a good good uh tour <laughs> good guy tour guy name yeah uh by the way ej are florida you afraid justin of, yeah florida Justin. are you afraid of squirrels no not really yeah yeah that's not that's not something that, that's he's not some, that's not something that people are afraid of except for maggie <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know uh it's and it's been terrible now because well it's great that the weather is warm actually in the northeast after it's been so so cold but the squirrels are out in full force now. <laughs> they think it's spring like they're all messed up mother nature's is all bizarre and they're chasing each other around it's been awful yeah but, i was uh, i was jogging the other day in new york city and one jumped out of a trash can right near me that would have that would put you in the hospital <laughs> if that's a new, if that's not a new york city scene i'm yeah. sure you probably thought it was a rat <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's not it's, it's totally common for me to see a rat dragging a piece of pizza across the sidewalk <laughs> oh yeah when pizza rat went viral i was just like <laughs> yeah yeah that's every Seen day it. Every yeah day. not wasn't that impressed yeah do you have any uh, good stories from vacation maggie anything anything fun or interesting well i don't have anything like being hunted down by alligators <laughs> in a kayak yeah. thank goodness no my brother had a baby though so that was exciting so we got a new member of our family which is awesome so that i think was like the number one and then it was on my new year's resolution get covid out of the way early so i just went ahead and did that and i'll hopefully be back in the studio later on this week (laughs) i'm crushing these resolutions can i tell you the other resolution i have and this one is going to be something that everyone in the studio is going to have to deal with now Uh uh-oh uh-oh guys i'm giving up candy no way Thank I God. I do not understand your candy obsession. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you don't understand? I mean, it's delicious. You're not, you're not nine and you're sitting here eating <laughs> Sour Patch Kids like we're going to fifth grade. What are you doing? 
I don't know, but it's time for it to end. So I'm going to try to eat something. Uh, it's called fruit. I've heard of it. Ooh. I'm going to try to sub out the Sour Patch Kids, the Swedish Fish. Uh, what are my other go-tos? I eat a lot of Tootsie Rolls. I know I'm a weirdo. I eat a lot of licorice. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. cut all that stuff out. That's cold, new cold me in 23. Or, cold turkey, you're going to try to wean off of it. Still going cold turkey, yeah. my wow. friend. Mind over matter. Wait, I'm down how, with this. How long do you guys give me? I give you. I think you're going to be great. And I think we should do this as a show. I want more fruit in the studio. Is that possible? I want to also eat more than the zero we have. Yes. No one's ever been here. Who's got a? Anyone have an apple? There you go. You've already doubled the amount. How about at the top of every hour we have an apple slices break or like orange slices, like (laughs) a kid soccer team? (laughs) Yeah, you're calling me nine years old. What do you want? Orange slices an hour two? Yes, I desperately want orange slices. I think it'd be a Capri Sun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Snack, 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 call, call, snack or high school snack. Yeah, I I think it's a great. Great team goal for more fruit. That is that I is was, attainable. That doesn't sound that I hard. I like it. Well, just so people understand, just sort of how out of hand this was getting, I was putting down. This is not a joke. I was putting down like three boxes of Sour Patch Kids a week, and that was just the Sour Patch Kids. Then you get me on the Swedish Fish. I was putting like two of those down a week. I was getting into multiple Tootsie Rolls of all types of flavors. Not just the chocolate, lime, orange, crazy stuff. And I was like topping it off with like a cookie every now and yeah. then. That's now, the cookies, I'm not giving up. The baked goods are still going to be there. But the no, candy is got to go. No, Maggie, you got to cut sugar out altogether. You can't no have cookies. No, Because once <laughs> you get that sugar on your brain, you're going you're gonna to pull out the Sour Patch because things are going to get tough. It's going to be hour three. Someone's going to call and say something negative about the bills, and you're just going to reach. <laughs> you're going to reach for that, that gummy worm or whatever it is. Dude, I found a gummy worm, just like a stray gummy worm in the bottom of my backpack, like oh. an addict found, like you know, like yeah. a cigarette at the bottom of the bag. Yeah, I'm you like, gotta throw I'm that just, <laughs> I, I know. I'm like, I'm, who am I? You're Degenerate. basically like, we have to go around the house and clean out all the drugs. We have to do that with oh, yes. We need an intervention. We need to, and you can't have any, do you have secret stashes in your house? Definitely, I gotta uh, get rid of all of them. Backpacks oh in the pockets of my coats. Guys, I'm a, I'm a five alarm candy addict. So, so this wait, is big for me. Two days I'm in, not going to give up the cookies. That's too much. Wait, 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 wait. But here's the thing: if you you have to cut out sugar altogether because if sugar's still in the mix, you're just going to find other ways to get it, other delivery <laughs> systems. Oh boy. No, these are my rules now for 2023. Candy first. Maybe we'll reassess cookies around. I don't know, like mm. springtime. I don't think it works like that. Abstinence is the only way, Maggie. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't do it. I won't do it. But candy's out. So if you were looking for Sour Patch Kids for me, look elsewhere. <laughs> Nobody was looking for Sour Patch Kids. You're a full-grown adult. Uh, we were the last, the last place we expected Sour Patch Kids. I forgot about the Starburst. Oh, my lovely Starburst. Oh, They're all what is the matter with you? I love it. Yeah, I, I actually never realized. I All of last year, our first year working every day together, I had this weird feeling I was working with an addict. Like, you sort of started to twitch around 4.30 or something. Yeah. Yeah, now, then, then Start you... scratching behind my yeah, head, yeah, 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 under yeah. my chin. Yeah. <laughs> there we uh, go. Well, you're going to be great, Maggie. We're going to help. We are going to help you, you break the candy obsession. Lots of fruit. Lots of fruit. Lots of fruit. Lots of water. Yeah. What's that? It's going to last three days. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> 
I'm so worried you're right. Uh, coming up, we're going to make picks for Monday Night Football, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. You're welcome to get in on the action. How long do you think I can go without eating candy, too? We should take bets on that as well. Maybe our friends at DraftKings can hook us up. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. This portion of the program is sponsored by Prevagen. Prevagen is the most recommended memory support brand by pharmacists. One of the most memorable matchups between the Bills and the Bengals. I will give you a small hint, Maggie. I'm going to make you guess because you're a Bills fan. Okay. But it was yeah. a while ago. So, yeah, I think it's the 1988 AFC Championship game. Our buddy Boomer Esiason, who works down the hall, uh, got the better of my Buffalo Bills at the time. But the amount of Hall of Famers who were in that game, future Hall of Famers, uh, that was a pretty that was a pretty big one. Yep, you're absolutely right. Two touchdowns by Icky Woods. That was prime Icky shuffle days. Uh, and then, of course, the Bengals lost to the Niners for the second time in the 80s. The Bills, by the way, lead the all-time series 17-15. to Their last meeting coming in 2019 where Buffalo won by a score of 21-17. I can't do anything with that. I actually thought about these two teams. <laughs> there is not yeah. a single recent game that came to mind at all. Is there any kind of rivalry here at all? No, which is funny because they're pretty close. You know, it's like it's not like it's that far away. I don't, Cincinnati? Cincinnati and, and Buffalo. Buffalo? Our Buffalo and Cleveland are next to each other, but they're not that yeah, close. Yeah, Buffalo and Cleveland are super close. Yeah, I, I think, think Cincinnati's Cincinnati farther Buffalo. south. Dan Patrick is from Cincinnati, and he's always like, it's basically the, the south. It's at the very, okay. very bottom. It's on the Kentucky border, so I don't know. Anyway. Maybe maybe I'm a little off of my geography there. I thought yeah. it was like, I don't know. I thought it was like a seven-hour drive or something. Not, yeah. Is that close? Yeah. I think that's close. I, I guess I consider that, you know, it's not like, um, I don't know, uh Boston, L.A. or something. But, like, I, I guess... Uh, well, you know what we always got in no. Philadelphia? For the, everyone always said to me, oh, Pittsburgh Steelers must be your main rival for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm like, no, there's there's seven other teams that are much closer. Pittsburgh's a whole eight-hour drive. You have to go across the yeah, whole state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> D.C.'s three hours away. So people sometimes think same state really doesn't mean that much. But, yeah, okay, so Bills and Bengals, maybe the start of a new rivalry tonight, Maggie. I, I could see it because, you know, obviously Mahomes right now is so far and away leading the MVP conversation, but Allen and Burrow are kind of like right next to each other. So if one of them has a really big game tonight on this national stage, everyone's dialed in, you know, playoff seating on the line, all that stuff, then maybe this plays into the MVP race a little bit too. I think there's a lot here. Um, and it's just only a matter of time. It's going to be like Mahomes, Allen, and, uh, and Burrow, then maybe like some Herbert and and uh, Trevor Lawrence mixed in. Like, they're all going to start facing each other, and they're all, I think, going to develop their own kind of rivalries. And Lamar Jackson, when he mm. gets healthy. I don't know. That's a, And Deshaun Watson. That's a lot of a lot of things have to fall right for that. First of all, Lamar Jackson has to stay in the AFC, which is not a guarantee. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I just don't They'll see. franchise tag him. And you also, see, there's too, a renewed the, effort now yeah. to sign him. Also, too, you're talking about the Jaguars and the Chargers. Even yesterday, the Chargers <laughs> get a layup against the Rams and somehow make it look trickier than it is. Their receivers are the slowest group of receivers I've seen at any level of football in the history of the sport. Anyway. I know, but they're so incredible. The catches that the catches Mike Williams make, was You know why they're incredible? Amazing. Because he's always draped on the cornerback who's covering him. He's, ne- he's no separation. Justin Herbert is throwing to guys. He has a two-inch window. is the biggest window he'll ever get. But, uh, <laughs> well, that's He's also coming back from multiple injuries. But just really quickly, the Hall of Famers who were in that game in 88, you had Jim Kelly, obviously, Thurman Thomas, and Andre Reed, Bruce Smith, of course. 
And then Boomer Sison was the MVP of the of the league that year. Anthony Munoz, of course, was a Hall of Famer. You had Icky Woods, who was, you mentioned his two touchdowns in that game. He was a rookie at the time. And they also had safety David Fulcher, who was a first-team all-pro. Oh, no, first-team all-pro, Tim Crumry, and then David Fulcher. Wait, you just said that you were going to list a, players, what are you, doing? you said you're going to list a bunch of Hall of Famers, and you just listed a bunch. I, I listed a lot of them. Two teams, they send a combined 17 players to the Pro Bowl that year. Okay, but how, many Hall, fa- how many Hall of Famers? There's one on Anthony Munoz, but that's it, right? And then the four for the Bills. Okay. Kelly, but, Thomas, Reed, and Bruce Smith. Which is the same. And Marv Levy, of course. Same four Bills that made it in all those runs, right? I'm just mentioning how much. Well, I, I feel like that's an inapt comparison because you only had one guy on the Bengals. It wasn't a particularly Hall of Fame laden game. Well, anyway, well, <laughs> Munoz is one of the great, if not the greatest, left tackle of all time. So maybe that counts as like two. I think you made up that other name, <laughs> Tim Cumry. What, what was that? <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about? Cum- David Cumry. Fulcher. I, yeah, 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 David Fulcher. Everyone knows him. He was a, he was a mess. <laughs> Fulcher. Yeah. Oh my God! You could throw over the middle with Fulcher. He's probably a great player. <laughs> well, I was just trying to think how many future Hall of Famers are in this game tonight. Well, a little got, early. No, no, no. See, this is a, no. This, this it's is not fun. early at all. This is a perfect time to do it. I would say they're four off the top of your head, right? The two quarterbacks Allen and the two and Bur- receivers. And the two receivers, Jamar Chase and Stephon Diggs. They're all on a Hall of Fame track. Yes. Is there any other Bills that are Hall of Famers? Oh, in Von my Miller. Heart, Von Miller, if you count Von that. Von Miller, but yeah, that's he's not going to go in with a Bills jersey on. Um, but still would count having a Hall of Fame late in game. Yeah. Uh, yes, he would count. In my heart, like, you know, Milan. I mean, I don't know. Matt Milano? <laughs> so he's such a difference maker, but he's obviously not a Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, it's funny. Tredavious White probably had it, has a chance if he can really turn it around post-injury. Um, okay, we're stretching here. You're right. It's, it's, I mean, he's already funny? been a first-team All-Pro. Yeah, that's that's funny. The Bills, as dominant they are, they do not have a, a ton of surefire Hall of Famers. I'll bet you if you put the Chiefs up there, actually, no, not that many. Well, Chiefs, you got Mahomes, you got Kelsey. Tyreek Hill will go in as a Chief. Yeah, not many. Andy Reid. I think one of the points, and that gets to our best. Is Chris Jones yeah. on his way to a Hall of Fame? Yes, I think so. That was amazing yesterday. That was great. But I think this points to my bet for tonight. I'm going all over because I think all three of these defenses are totally vulnerable against each other. I don't think any of them can stop any of them. I don't think Kansas City defense is good at all. That's why there's no Hall of Famers there. I'm definitely well, Chris Jones. We just said. Well, right, right. Sorry, yeah, but I think they are not a good defense. In fact, I think they're probably the worst of these three AFC superpowers: Buffalo, Cincinnati, and KC. I think KC is the worst defense. But I think tonight's gonna be a shootout. I, I think both guys are gonna go over on their passing numbers. I see Joe Burrow two eighty nine. And a half and Josh Allen at two sixty three and a half. I wouldn't be shocked if they both went over and the game went over. Yeah, the total for the game fifty and a half. I think you're right about that. A uh, couple more, maybe like a Bills first half prop. They're minus one and a half just for the first half. I could see oh, that that's as so the first Bills, half spread. Right? I think that's so Bills. You've got Joe Mixon rushing yards forty nine and a half. Uh, I know Jordan Poyer is going to play in this game, so that helps a bit, but. I could see him, you know, Bills do that bend, don't break thing in the middle of the field. So sure. I, I think could see a lot of yardage. James Cook has got a, a small number, 25 and a half rushing yards. I think you're going to see Singletary and Cook. Um, and Allen over 45 and a half rushing yards feels like. Do you think they want to establish James Cook and give him confidence? I know he had fumble problems early. 
feels like to me, I, I look at the Bills, he's the most dynamic running back. In fact, he looks like a star on some place. So maybe this is a good yeah. opportunity to get him going for the playoffs. I will. I cannot figure out the Bills' run game strategy. Okay. I have no clue. <laughs> I, 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 they run the ball three times in a row. I'm just like, oh my goodness! Like, praise <laughs> yeah. the Lord. Yeah. yeah. Um. If, uh, when they when they're not going for for thirty yard, you know, bombs on second and eight. All right. So what's your score? I I got the Bills winning tonight, and and covering. It's a two and a half now. I yeah. I feel good. I think Buffalo is gonna is been really. I think they they're playing. They're getting ready for the playoffs, and they're making a serious push. So 60%, according to DraftKings, 60% of the money has come in on the Cincinnati Bengals, which is interesting. Um, who would I be if I didn't bet against, if I bet against my own team? I, I wouldn't be a true fan. I hate betting on the Bills, but for our purposes, I'm, I'm definitely going to take them winning. Lay the two and a half. I think it's like a 35-31 kind of situation. Yeah. Like that. There's going to be some crazy play at the end. I can't wait for this game. <laughs> Am I going to be alive tomorrow? <laughs> Yeah, no, you, you're definitely not going to get uh, get much healthier. You might go back into that bag for candy at some point tomorrow. <laughs> no, this doesn't I won't go do well. It. Even if the not Bills lose, you won't do it. Nope, no, 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 crying into my uh, sour patch kids tonight. Thank <laughs> you so much to Stu Kovacs, to EJ Stewart. Thank you guys, everyone on the phones. You're awesome, Erica Herskowitz. We will talk to you tomorrow. Be well, everyone. Happy New Year. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.